0: give me a hell yeah I said give me a hell yeah everybody welcome back to the fight game uh fight game podcast specifically our road to wrestlemania series danny big d is here with me what's up man hey uh now the road's really on no more pay-per-views in between wrestlemania and uh today jason and i talked about the uh the the fast lane but just quickly was there did what did you think did you like the main event to that show I liked the show. I did a review on it on World of Geekdom. Um, I, I thought it had some
1: good wrestling. Um, wasn't like a must-see, but I was entertained. I mean, there were, there were about, what, four or so good matches. Couldn't complain. I mean, really. Nothing really offended me. I mean, the only thing that pissed me off was we got robbed of seeing the Usos and the New Day, because they were doing really good before the beatdown. I thought the beatdown was way too long. It took way, way, way too long. And I was like, all right, get on with it, get on with it, get on with it, get on with it. But other than that, it was fine. I, I mean, really. The the Bludgeon Brothers whipped uh, their ass again tonight. Yeah, I like the Bludgeon Brothers, but that beatdown just took too long, bro. It was almost like they had nothing to fill in that space. Then you and I were talking about how, oh, I'm so glad Mojo was on this card, and then he was on the pre-show, and it was like, I <laughs> ruined that.
0: That's the goal thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I, th- I was entertained by Fastlane, but if you want to hear, uh, you can go to uh, Big D's channel, um, World, World of Geekdom, or we, uh, I recorded a podcast with Jason Hagholm uh, on Sunday night. So there's you may two- be listening to this on World of Geekdom. Yes, exactly. In which
1: case you already have heard it most likely. But yeah, I just I did a little like you know, I think it was like fifteen minute review on the show. I don't on my reviews I don't really go too in depth. Like um I don't really do the match by match thing like really, really, really in depth. I just talk about whether or not it's worth watching or not. And uh I thought it was.
0: It was it was not a waste of time for me. So there's a lot of uh there's a lot of news this week when it comes to matches being made and stuff that happened on shows, but I think I think everything is pretty much crystallizing the way that uh, that we had talked about uh, from the first show that we did. Um, anything... The way that I said it would. <laughs> no, keep going, bro. <laughs> you, but the people didn't hear you if they didn't hear you, right? It was... Okay, whatever. Well, um, that's their problem. Um, okay. Uh, so... Is there anything that has come up lately uh as, as any change, anything changed? Do you hear anything about Ronda and Brock or anything uh, you know cuz they both weren't on uh, on Raw on Monday? I haven't
1: heard anything. I know that WWE took down the uh Like, that thing how about how Rados have done every Raw before WrestleMania, which I'm glad she wasn't, even though I feel bad for the people who were in Detroit who paid to to see her and Brock and didn't get it. Like, if you're going to screw the fans out of one major star, okay, like, that's still bad, but two, like, I do feel bad for them. Genuinely. That being said, um, what surprised me was that you know this week, and we knew they were going to do this. They did make the final decisions for a few new matches at WrestleMania, um, which I know you're, you're going to get into here. Mostly, the new matches would be the what we just saw on SmackDown, the Kevin Owens Sami Zayn match, which I'm sure we're not even done building that up. Obviously, the other new match, which is the Cesaro and
0: Sheamus against Braun Strowman. That, that one I did not see coming at all. So I, ca- I of kind course- of teased that uh last week i was like oh i, I think i know what's going to, going to happen but i don't want i don't want to say yet because i you know th- it was so convoluted the way that they actually put this thing together with uh, braun winning a tag team battle royal to get the shot at both of these guys at that it seems like that changed because originally and uh and we, we've talked about this but Braun was kind of left out of the scenario as as like a just in case right because you had roman yeah. reigns you had roman yeah, that, reigns and, and the steroid situation that that yeah. they were kind of like wondering what was going to happen and nothing's come out of that and then and they, they were they they booked him in the ic title
1: match in a five way originally that was told to me as well and they then then when the roman thing started becoming a big thing that's when they backed away from it
0: and and, and they still had him as a wild card you know for this brock stuff and i i mean I don't think Brock would have no showed WrestleMania, you know, to to get his way or whatever. I don't. I don't think no, he's no, no, that no. no. I think I don't think
1: it was. I don't think it was that they were worried that the Roman thing was going to come out. And they would have to suspend him and then put Strowman in there against Lesnar. That's what I think they were.
0: No, that, I, that was- I, no, that, yeah, I agree. But there's there was also this small wonder I think about Brock because you know Brock is Brock, right? Like you don't know what you're going to do. You don't know if you if the guy's just gonna. You know, if he's just going to have a dud come WrestleMania, you know he. Well, we we probably should talk about that. Um,
1: I don't think he's not going to show up at WrestleMania, but shortly before we started recording this, one of my friends hit me up and he was like he brought up a really good point. He's like, and we can talk about this if you want to um, later or now, but he was talking about the whole Roman idea, how they're trying to have the fans turn against Lesnar by saying that he doesn't care about the company. And even Vince was kind of passive aggressive in his promo on Monday. Um, But the fans wound up booing Roman when he got suspended or cheering Vince when he suspended Roman. So my friend brought up a really, really good point. As of right now, that match is closed on the show. Yep. Do you think we may get a WrestleMania 20 Goldberg and Lesnar situation where both guys get booed out of the building. I, I have a funny – he brought that up to me and I was like, hmm,
0: no, it could uh, happen. So, I, don't, I don't think so. I think Brock would get cheered, but I don't know. Yeah, I think Brock would get cheered. The only way Brock would get booed is if um, – He dogs it if he goes yeah, out there and has a city as, match. Yeah, as if he just doesn't try. I, and then I think he would, but I think – I think the fans would are 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 actually into Brock's character because they are in sort of an insider fan base, right? And they like the idea that, oh, you know, they have to change the script for Brock because they're they're unsure about what's going on. I think this this generation's fan. You know, we're 20... Well, what what is it? We're uh, 14 years past WrestleMania 20. It's a little bit of a different crowd, and I think they kind of dig the fact that he's just different. He's not like... You know, Ro- Roman cuts that promo, right? And I'm sitting there going, okay, you are complaining that Brock is special and his Vince's boy, even though in even real though life it, Roman is Vince's boy. And even though... It, it,
1: you know, Roman's cousin who he worships and they even mentioned on the show <laughs> is
0: way more than of a part-timer than Brock is. And for different reasons, of course, but still. But the thing about it is, is so he, he cuts this promo. He goes to Vince. He's like, what's up? He's like bad, bad mouth Shane. And Vince just basically sends him home. He's like, get out of here, man. You're suspended. Like uh, uh, they're trying to get Roman cheered. <laughs> like, you know, I think we can always look at this as uh, WWSCD, what would Stone Cold do? And, like, it's the opposite of what Stone Cold would do, right? Like, that, that whole thing is, like, any, any top babyface in the history of professional wrestling would not have just walked out of the show. Like, I kept expecting him to come back late and maybe, you know, do something crazy and go in the ring and, and just beat up a bunch of, uh, of jobbers. But no, he's just gone. Nothing. No, it, it, yeah, he
1: just – he's gone. He'll be back next week and they keep pushing back this Lesnar thing. It's like they're – it's just a weird situation, dude. Very strange. I, I, Again, yeah, I know why they're doing it. I just – I just don't see it working. Like they've tried all these different things. And you know what's sad is that they almost got Roman cheered for a little while there a few weeks ago. Like when they brought back the shield, there was a time when he was getting cheered. There was a time when he was kind of getting back to – you know, the, like the Shield Roman where he was getting cheered and, you know, it was cool. And now with them doing this, either the fans see through it or they see him as bitching. And I mean – but then again, I, I, get, I get their strategy. I don't know what else they could have really done because they sort of did like the serious buildup for their first match in 31. So – with this, they're trying to do more of a, you know, we gotta get we gotta get Roman cheered. It's just not gonna work. It's it's not gonna I don't think it's gonna work the way they want it to. I have seen some people on the internet, some real geniuses, uh, talk about how they don't like Brock anymore because of that. Cause it's like Roman brought up some good points and he did. Like everything Roman said, you know, about how he's never there, that's all true, but that's always been the case from the yeah.
0: beginning. He hasn't been there for four years or whatever it's been. Five years.
1: Six years. years. So, yeah, six 2012, years. 2012, <laughs> 2012, yeah. He's never there. So it's just, I don't know. I have no idea. But, uh, but I, I mean, I, I, I could. I mean, the thing is, realistically speaking, I could see it end up like WrestleMania 20 if they dog it. But they're not going to dog it, dude. There's no way Roman. Listen, say what you want about Roman Reigns. Um Joey Annoying, as, uh, <laughs> as as Pedro, would call, uh, Draven would call him, uh, he, you know, we're using shoot. No, uh, he. Um, I, I did call you Danny earlier on. accident. That's too. OK. That, that's as long as you don't give away my full name yeah. and my address. No, no but uh, <laughs> no. But I was going to say uh, as long as they I don't think Joey Annoying is going to allow a boring match because the dude the dude works hard. I mean, I
0: I've always got a soft spot for Roman Reigns because he works really hard. I think he's. I think he's really good. I think he's one of the best guys uh, on their roster. The, the, there is a clear way to turn him babyface, and we've been talking about this for four years, which is to turn him heel. And they just will not do it. If they want to get him cheered, turn him heel. Wouldn't it be perfect if they did it here and just you know? And I know it's been cliche
1: because that was this was talked about like you know for thirty one, but have Paul turn on Brock and then do a double turn, and then Brock can go home. Uh, or go to UFC and then come back as a as a baby face to face the heel Roman. They do a third match. I don't see why they can't
0: do that. You know, uh, maybe they will, but I don't think so. And it will also work if uh, Seth Rollins turns out to be the number one contender, or maybe Finn Balor turns out to be the number one contender. Yeah, you got two. You got more. You got and also Strowman. You got two. You got you. Dude, Raw has more faces than heels right now. Yeah,
1: and that's the issue.
0: Yep, and and you know the other thing is that you talked about Roman starting to get get cheered a little bit Seth was super hot what 3 weeks ago was it just 3 weeks ago when he won that when he went through that gauntlet and did so well I felt like yeah. he was I felt like he was so hot coming out of that match and then the illumination chamber people were into him but you know they had to have uh, Roman beat Braun and and since then he's been cooled off but I you know maybe it's not his time or whatever but You know, gosh, they they were so into Seth for those two weeks. You know, and I covered this in my review
1: for Chamber. You and I didn't really talk about it, but that Chamber had a lot of problems, like the timing on that chamber was really bad i don't know if billy kidman was asleep in the back or what happened but you know there was that there was a couple of awkward moments in that chamber where the match just died specifically when roman comes in the ring and beats up everybody and they're all laid out but he doesn't want to pin anybody then strowman does the same thing and he's like staring at elias if you go back and watch that match um, I don't know if you picked up on it, but it just went to it just went to a screeching halt. And I'm just sitting there like, okay, whoever is the agent for this match needs to tell the referee in the earpiece to speed it up because the dude literally laid everybody out and wouldn't pin anybody. And then later on in the match, he did pin them. So that was just really, really bad layout. That was a bad layout. You know? I, th-
0: I think it's just them anticipating the crowd heat and the camera angles to build up this amazing – you know this amazing heat, and it just—it's just so unorganic or inorganic when they do that. They—they um, they like you know you write in to the script of the match. Okay, you know you do this, and then you look to the crowd, and then they're gonna go, like it. Just uh, it doesn't work. Then that's why you know those guys can often be very bad at sort of feeling the crowd. Um, and again, you know, I—I I, don't—I just- don't, I don't have to say this, but I'm not a wrestler, so I don't know how to do this either. But it's very clear on TV when that stuff happens. Well, it's just sometimes you have to call an audible and just say, all right, let's keep this,
1: let's get this moving. Like, you know what I mean? Just do something. The old, the old school guys would do that. Uh, you, you know what's funny about the Roman Brock thing? Remember how the build-up to the first match, that first week was the week they had the snowstorm? Yep. And, yeah, and that first, like, I'll never forget it. That first angle they shot where it was Roman Brock and Lehman in the studio was some of the best stuff they'd ever done. And I'm pretty sure it wasn't scripted where, you know, Paul cut that promo where he's like, "You come from the Samoan lineage." He names all the Samoans and he's like, "How's it gonna feel to go back to Pensacola, Florida, or whatever, and tell your father that you couldn't get the job done?" Like, it, what? What? Oh my God! Like that was literally that was some of the best build up for a main event they've done in years. And then, and it was just that one calm promo, and then Roman was like, "You know, I might not." You know, he's like, "You know, at WrestleMania, if I lose, I'm taking you with me." Like, oh, what a great.
0: Great. Oh my god, it was awesome. Like I wish we would see more of that, you know, than this crap. <clears throat> well, they can't even they they've written it so that the two guys aren't even in the ring together. Um and, and supposedly Vince said he guarantees that, that Brock is gonna be uh Brock's gonna be back next week. Now let's talk about the Rhonda thing a little bit. As you as you said earlier, she was advertised to be on the show. WWE.com advertised her themselves saying she was going to be on every raw up until WrestleMania. We talked about this last week about how, from a story, it was from, from a storyline yeah. perspective, it probably wasn't even the best thing to do. But I, I do think that it had to do with the fact that they they were selling tickets. Um, that you know they they from what I gather their uh, ticket sales were slow, uh, slower than usual, especially coming out of the Royal Rumble and all that stuff, and you know having Ronda on the on the shows. Was actually helping, and they, you know, they were getting they were sellouts. I, I don't know if they sold out last night, but I think uh, I think uh, Big Dave on uh, Wrestling Observer Radio said they were within 500 tickets or something of selling out the last he had heard. Um, and you know, the funny thing, you know what the funniest thing about yesterday's show? Mm. The rating was up. Yeah. No Ronda, no Brock. People, maybe the people people, people thought were coming. No, Maybe it's like they were waiting for it, you know. No main event. Um, uh, Not a very good show, honestly. Well, what was the main? The main event was like a tag oh, it was team tag battle team royal. Battle royal, and, yeah, who the hell cares? And think about this: they went to. Uh, I don't know if you checked the overrun, but they they were only like two minutes over the overrun and they they're all for whatever reason they feel like even though the overrun thing was i think to compete with WCW or whatever like the the whole thing was uh was uh like three minutes maybe it was three minutes long and, and so i don't know if that helped or not but the show was just weird because there was they they had very little wrestling it was all talking it was all video packages it was um alexa bliss making fun of nia Jax. it was oh whenever you want to talk about that let me know because i have problems with that we we, we, we will definitely get to it God, um, that pissed me off. (laughs) But yeah, it was just, uh, it it was, I wouldn't say it was a nothing show, because like you said, they did build some stuff out of it, there there were matches out of it, but I'm trying to figure out what actually kept, like, the only thing I can think of was that they may have thought that there was going to be some sort of Vince and Roman showdown, or maybe they thought that Brock was actually going to show up late, you know, and Roman was going to find him or something, I mean, maybe they thought that, but yeah i don't i don't I don't know what the reason was for for the rating being good, so I mean they actually got a good rating they got a good house, but you kind of wonder the effects of that for next week when people were wondering or waiting for uh Vince and Rhonda I mean uh Vince and Brock to be or sorry Rhonda and Brock to be on the show they got vince maybe maybe Vince was the was the rating boy his eyes were extra bloodshot though dude He's what's up lady? with Vince He's an old man. Yeah, but I knew a lot of old men that didn't have bloodshot eyes. Yeah, but did you know a lot of old men who eat steaks all day long and, and uh, do, I like, guess, 400-pound squats? Steak wraps. That's what uh,
1: Goldie and Greenie told us. But, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, but I wonder if he's sleeping because, remember, for, what was it, 50 years of his life, he only slept, like, four hours a night. And
0: that has to catch up to you at some point. He, he, and he's also, he's also been ill. You know, he's had some illnesses – Um, but you know, he, I'm sure he's not the, uh, he's not the normal 70 year old man. Right. He's, 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 he works pretty hard.
1: Genetic freak, but,
0: uh, no, I mean, yeah, it was a weird, it was raw was weird. Smackdown
1: was kind of boring as well. They did a couple of angles that were kind of okay. They didn't do anything particularly interesting. I thought with AJ and Nakamura, it was just, you know, he wrestled Rusev who I think is awesome, but WWE just doesn't want to like. They just don't want to do anything with him. I don't know if they're still mad because he, him, and Lana revealed they were married when they weren't supposed to. You know, which again, that's something that can't really be kept a secret anymore. Like in this era with TMZ and cameras everywhere and the internet, you really can't keep that a secret anymore. Um, In fact, the only company who's been able to keep the fact that they're fake a secret this long is the NFL. You know, they're the only ones who can do it. So there's really no point in WWE trying. Uh, but that being said, Nakamura and AJ, like there was there was a face off with Charlotte and um, and Oscar. Uh, um, and again, you know, those of you out there who kept saying that I was wrong about that, you know, kiss me where I pee. And uh, then we
0: had the weird final angle. I don't know if you want to talk about this now. It's up to you. No, go ahead. I th- I, I like, thought like you 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 say weird, and and let me preface this by saying, last week when we talked about this, you said you didn't want Shane to be in a match, and. After, I don't know what I want anymore. After Fastlane, I was like, man, that might be the most interesting program in the whole company. Um, and so they, go go ahead. You can talk about what happened tonight. No, but I'm, I'm
1: just saying, OK, OK. Right now they booked Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. No stipulation yet. No guest referee. And obviously, you know, it'll be either Shane or Daniel Bryan guest refereeing. I don't know. I thought it was weird that <laughs> he books the match. <laughs> Kevin Owens comes out and he's like, yeah, I'm glad you did this. And then they both team up on Shane and take him out like – they powerbombed them on like a rig in the back, like Shane. And what a weird noise Shane
0: made too when he was late. <laughs> well, you know what that yeah. noise was was uh, someone getting the wind knocked out of them. Why do I keep hearing Steve Austin's music in the background? Is that your text messaging thing? No, it's because
1: my phone won't stop ringing. Yo, yeah, so I'm saying it's your phone. Yeah, <laughs> you have the broken glass as your as your ringer. What a mark. <laughs> so, so no, um. Uh, What do you call it? It was a weird angle because I'm not sure like if Sammy and Kevin really hate each other or if they're just like friendly competitive competitors as heels. Um, as, As somebody like me. Who's seen these guys have matches everywhere? They had a feud in Ring of Honor. They had a—I mean, I mean like a multi-year feud, not like just one match. They had multiple matches in PWG, multiple matches in NXT. They had the WWE feud a couple years ago. They're doing it again. I'm okay with them doing it again, but what can they really do to make it different? I feel like having Daniel Bryan or Shane McMahon as a referee is going to dilute that. Maybe in a different world, they could do like, you know. Shane and Daniel Bryan against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn—that would be great. It's not going to happen though, so
0: I don't know. Okay, man. so this... so it, it's interesting that that's what you got out of that because what I got out of it, and yeah. you know, before Shane made the match between Kevin and Sammy, he basically said he was going to step down as commissioner. I, and, I, that was also weird. I Didn't expect that either. And leave Daniel, who has not been on the show, to to uh, to run it himself. So, I what I got out of it is that oh okay we're getting either a three way or we're getting a um a tag team match of some sort now you remember last week there was this rumor that Shane was going to face Dolph Ziggler I, I don't know where the rumor came from but i don't know
1: where that came from either
0: but I, what i wonder is is if dolph maybe becomes part of the match or something and he's shane like maybe shane's looking for a tag team partner or something because you, it's, it's so weird to have a, a similar angle well at least the way I you know sort of perceive this angle it, it's it's like the Rousey angle but in reverse well I know what I was saying is is you know we we quickly talked about this we'll go about it uh, a, a little bit more later but Braun Strowman against the tag team champions he's going to need a partner too unless they just want to job out their entire tag team division <laughs> um but like it's well, almost like you have two guys looking for tag team partners
1: Well, people on my Twitter were saying that they think it's going to be – they thought what you said, um, a handicap match, Zayn and Owens against Shane. I don't want to see that, not just because it's it's Zayn and Owens against Shane, but because I I just – look, it's hard enough for me to buy that Shane had his chance against The Undertaker and AJ Styles. But for me to believe that Shane has a chance against two guys who just beat the crap out of him completely and entirely on SmackDown – I don't believe it. Yeah, I, no, it, would be, that, it would be bad. It would be really bad. has got to do something else. He, he has to have a partner. You're right. Maybe Kane. I don't know. <laughs> RVD. I I have no idea. I have no idea. This is a – it's not going to be a major match, so I'm not bothered by it. And I know that it sucks that Kevin Owens didn't get to be in a major match even though last year he was. And Vince is like, no. But uh, Um, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of an unusual way to close the show. I feel like they're writing Shane out of the storyline and maybe they're going to have
0: Daniel Bryan come in. And take over, and you know, maybe make himself the referee. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would make sense, right? Daniel Bryan's a referee. Who does he? You know, he's he's got allegiances to both sides, um, and and, you know, does he call it down the middle? Like, I think that's super interesting. Well, where Um, do we go from here? Like, in other words, what's the purpose of it? You know. uh, I don't know. I mean, it's been going on for a long time. I mean, they had a Hell in the Cell match already and you you would think that would be the blow off but it wasn't the blow off i i think there's also some intrigue if, if you can do a three way and the re- and e- even though some would say oh well it's just going to be like a handicap match where they're both going to beat him up the intrigue is that sammy and kevin still have unfinished business no matter if they're still if they're together right now and their hatred of shane just just over the weekend they were Beating the crap out of each other in a in a five way or in a six way. So I think there's some intrigue. If you can keep that thing going as well, where Sammy and Zane, I mean, Sammy and uh, Kevin are together, but there's still something there where it looks like. I really wanted them to have like a tag run. Like, I, w-
1: I actually would have preferred if it was like Owens and Zane, the Bludgeon Brothers, the Usos, and the new Dana four way on the show. I think that would have been all more awesome, but, you know, whatever.
0: Um,. Okay, so actually, why don't we just? Uh, I guess there's one other thing to talk about from a newsworthy perspective. Um, actually, two other two other quick things. We 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 kind of glossed over the Rhonda thing, but according to uh, Ryan Satin from Pro Wrestling Sheet, you mean Satan? She had some sort of doctor's appointment or medical thing today. Oh, you know Rhonda? Yeah, or uh, yesterday. Uh, okay. in, in Pittsburgh or something like he, he said something like that. And so, I mean, I just assumed that they kind of figured what we figured, which is how do we keep this thing going for, you know, well, a few more I, weeks. I thought what they were going to do is they were going to have
1: triple H come on lay out Kurt with the sledgehammer. Cause I mean, if you're, if you're not going to have Ronda there, you might as well have the
0: other half of the match do something. Because they had done stuff like that before. Because you know? there, there was no Stephanie either, and so if there's no Stephanie, what you know was Rhonda just going to cut a promo by herself? Like I, I don't know what she could have done by herself. And so the other thing um, that that we didn't really talk about is uh, your boy Jeff Hardy getting in trouble again. Oh, uh, I mean. What, what, what can be said about that, bro? Well, <laughs> well, what, is, what, is, uh, what happens to Ultimate Deletion next week? Because they were still plugging the hell out of it. And they did a video package late in the show, which actually looked like a lot of fun. Like, I, I, I'm intrigued. I, I don't know that it's going to be, you know, the greatest thing ever. But it looked, it looked fun. But it makes you wonder if that was going to be Jeff's, um, you know, sort of Come comeback. Like, how do they do that now? They just don't do it. They don't
1: have Jeff. They bring in Jeeves, they bring in Reeby, they bring in King Maxwell. They do all the stuff they did before, just no no Brother Nero, you know? That's it. That's yeah. all I can do, really. Yeah. I think I'm looking forward to it. I I, do, I will say it's just not it's not capturing my imagination like the TNA vignettes did, but they were really really funny. Uh, this is obviously, like, not as funny. Like, they need to be doing the thing where Matt's cutting promos from the compound for, like, weeks. Like, you do that, you know. Um, and then you have Bray cut it from wherever he's at, his new house that Randy Orton didn't burn down. Um, so that's it. I mean, that's that's. Uh, – I- I'll, I'll I'll check it out. I- I'm surprised it's not on Mania, but I guess that card's already got too many matches as it is, even though it's going to be 12 hours or whatever. <laughs>
0: Um, uh, okay. Why don't we go through the matches that are actually announced and then we can talk about a few of the others that haven't been announced because we almost have a full card at this point. Uh, we talked about Brock and Roman, uh, enough and you know, we'll, talk more about that as, as the weeks go on. Cause that's going to be, it's still going to be one of the top one or two matches that they pay attention to up until mania, AJ styles and Shinsuke Nakamura. They did the thing at the top. Like you said today, um, nakamura like it's it's so weird they have nakamura cutting very short promos and asuka cutting very short promos in their you know in in english on both shows that i'm kind of wondering if at least in Asuka's sense it seems like they're kind of making fun of her but nakamura it doesn't feel like they are um i, I actually thought they were before with nakamura
1: not right, so much well, recently but they
0: were before yeah with the gender stuff totally
1: were well not just that but they kind of make him into a little fella have you seen the way he makes those weird faces? Like, it's just weird, bro. But <laughs> he had such a good match with Rusev. Well, I, I love that match. I really love that match on uh, on Fastlane. So I really hope we see, and I think it would be a missed opportunity if we don't see this. I want the mixed tag match on SmackDown. I want Nakamura and Asuka versus AJ and Charlotte. I really want to see that. that yeah, that would be great. That should have been a SmackDown in the next three weeks. But yeah, um, no, I mean it's gonna be. This is gonna give more of an old school buildup. You know, it's, it's the two faces. Uh, they have the New Japan history. I'm not expecting them to do any like run-ins, or I'm not expecting any of that crap in, in this feud.
0: Well, they have uh, that. You know, they have two babyface uh, matches at WrestleMania. This one. And then Charlotte and Asuka is a babyface match as well. Do
1: you, do you well, count Roman and Lesnar as a, as a babyface baby, versus
0: babyface one? That, that, that's interesting. I mean, you, I, I can see that you could. And then um, Owens and Zayn is heel versus heel. But uh, Orton and uh, Bobby Roode, what would you consider that?
1: That I don't even know anymore. Um, I guess that is – well, they're probably going to add gender to that because they really have teased that heavily. Yeah, yeah for sure. I they, don't I think
0: care. They, they, they definitely will. They'll make it a three-way. Yeah. Um, or or more because you have well, a three way for the IC and three way for the US. That's whatever. All um, right. Okay. So what what is your expectation, Jason and I on uh, fr- on uh, Sunday night's Fastlane recap? We kind of were talking about our expectation for AJ and Nakamura. Are you expecting the classic from Russell Kingdom? Or no. What do, what do you think they're going to give you? Uh, we talked
1: about it before too. I think it depends on how much time they get because I have this weird feeling they're going to cut the time away from them. Like uh, they did Ray Mysterio and CM Punk. Um, I think it'll be. It could be the best match on the show. I don't know because like it's weird. Okay, the AJ Jericho match from two years ago at Mania was a little bit of a disappointment. Good, not great. And then the AJ Shane match was like amazing. Way better than we all thought it was going to be. So if Nakamura is not Lazy Mora, I think it'll be good. I just don't expect the top New Japan because. They could do so much more in New Japan. You know, Nakamura's moveset in WWE is vastly different from his moveset in New Japan. It's not going to be as good. I just really doubt it. But I hope they at least get enough time. I want at least 15 minutes of a good, solid match. And I think AJ wins. Right now, I'm predicting AJ will retain the title at WrestleMania.
0: If I set the over-under for stars at four, are you going over or under? I'm going to go under. I'm going to go three and three quarters.
1: Mm, interesting. But it's hard to say because, I mean, dude, Nakamura has not been the best the past couple of years. Um, ex- like, he he has really become Lazy Mora, I would say. But it's AJ, dude. And AJ is, like, one of the best in the world. I just can't. I never want to doubt that man, ever.
0: <laughs> uh, the Miz versus Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. You talked about the changes in this match already. Um. I don't even care about this for you to be honest with you. Well, I think I, I think what's interesting about this is uh Seth and Finn, we know that they could have a four-star match if it was just them. And yeah, you kinda wish that it was just them for this for this belt. But you know, I know a lot of people dig the Miz. I, I get it. I get they he they think he's a great performer, but when the, when the bell rings he's not so much. But the the three way will allow them to hide him uh, a little bit, and you know they they can kind of get him out of there early and let Seth and Finn go after it, and then Miz can sneak up behind somebody and and hit him with the his finish and retain. But um, by the way, you forgot Cena versus Taker is also face versus face. Yep, that's another one. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and we'll 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 get to that match that match next, even though it's not official official. I mean, All, on, all, all, all signs are, are are definitely leaning. Um, Listen, when Dave
1: Meltzer tells you it's happening and then I tell you, that's when you know it's happening.
0: Yeah, but you told me it wasn't
1: happening. That's the problem. No, I told you it was happening. Then I said it might not happen. Now mm. then I was told it was
0: going to happen. You were, a, there, you were the skeptical one. There was a might in there. I, I, all I saw was I, I can't believe that you people don't trust me. That's all. That's all. I. Saw. And I was right. <laughs> How many times have I been wrong, bro? <laughs> I can count them on one hand. With, 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 with I can count them on Captain Hook's hand. How about that? <laughs> um, so uh, what I thought the thing on, on Raw was funny uh, on Miss TV where Seth and Finn are like, come on, Miz. We see what you're doing. We're not going to fall for the banana in the tailpipe. And then they end up fighting. It's like, what well, the Well, judging
1: by some pictures I've seen of Finn Balor, bro, he might want the banana in the tailpipe. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about that. So. Come on, man. That that that's that that's our that's our buddy Doan's boy Fergie D. I know, but there's been some pictures that have come out about him in his personal life, bro. That's all I'm gonna say.
0: Hey, do you, brother? Do whatever you want. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I I can't believe you you allow those kind of comments on World of Geekdom. I don't, bro. But we But this is Fight Game Blog. So, okay. <laughs> all right, so let's talk about Cena and Undertaker. Um, I was very disappointed in uh i i am still sort of disappointed in, in the buildup, but i didn't i just didn't like the whole john cena that, you know, i i jason and i were calling him uh, sad john cena or emo john cena like uh, e- emo kylo ren and um right and I, I both it, have very very
1: very good chests bro
0: pause <laughs> It was so weird that the entire storyline was that you know their biggest star was not going to be on WrestleMania, and he's out there. Uh, Nobody believes that. He's out there on Monday drinking beer with the fans and saying how he's going to be in the crowd, and that's going to be his road to WrestleMania. But then he calls. Uh, I know. Like, was, why I doesn't know,
1: he just say like I want to host the show like New Day New Day did last year? Wouldn't that have made more sense?
0: No, because he, he he wants to be with the fans. He he's 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 an everyday guy, even though. He's probably very soon to, to leave to go to movies for the most part. He's an everyday guy who's a multi millionaire. All uh, right. Uh, but uh, well, I know you liked the comment where he said that he was not going to get the boo boo face. Well, I liked everything he did. I mean, I, I really enjoyed that promo. I
1: thought the promo was fire. I loved it. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I love the promo because it, I like when Cena talks like that. Like, I like when he puts his all into his promos. I thought it was a little weird, though, that his. Angle, no pun intended, is that he thinks that Taker's an egomaniac. Okay, that's
0: the part that I didn't understand. Where have we ever seen... I'm with you. I don't understand either. Where have we ever seen The Undertaker as an egomaniac or they've ever referenced him? I mean... We've never seen it on television and we've never even seen
1: it off television. Like,
0: when was the last time somebody called that man an egomaniac? The guy's like a broken down dude who continually comes back to have WrestleMania matches. Uh, I, I don't know... I mean, maybe it's ego. Maybe maybe the the part that that's part of it, why what brings him back. But we've never seen that. So I think that part came off uh, sounding a little deaf. Uh, was that part? But wh- how come? But, but also, but but also, look, dude, the fans aren't gonna buy that because, dude, like,
1: if, this is almost as bad as the Roman Lesnar thing. Uh, they're not gonna boo the Undertaker. I, I know they're
0: not trying to get Taker booed, but. They're not going to boom. It's just not going to happen. Now, if Cena believes that the one way to get The Undertaker to agree is to call him names, and that makes The Undertaker come out, oh, like, okay, I guess, but why it's- why can't the story just be that John Cena, res- you know, respects The Undertaker, wants one last match with him, did not well, remember- did not like the way that Taker went out last year, thinks he deserves better? And then they they do the match that way. He deserves to lose to me
1: and not Roman. Well, I mean, John Cena is
0: basically saying he's going to lose – In his whole buildup, it's like, who wants to see The Undertaker kick my ass? Who wants me to get tombstoned?
1: I like that line, first of all, because I I like that he's playing up the fact that the fans love him. But the thing about that promo that was so unusual is what you just said, where he's like – he's giving him a motivational speech. He's like, no, you're not just going to ride off and retire and then – no, you lick your wounds and you come back. Like that – that was good stuff. That was good stuff. It was just when he started calling him an egomaniac. That's when I was like, well, why? Like, did he just get caught up in the moment?
0: Like, that's not. I thought he was actually calling out the Hulkster for a second.
1: Yeah, but he has that reputation. I mean, even him as a heel had that rep. Like, I feel like with The Undertaker, even when Taker was a heel, he never was an egomaniac. So there's just nothing to that. There's nothing to that story.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um... And we're all about both kayfabe. At non K fame, it's very weird. But I
0: love the promo delivery was great. What is is there any possibility whatsoever with Kid Rock going into the Hall of Fame that we see any semblance of the biker Undertaker? No. No, but I think he will be performing at WrestleMania. I have that feeling. Yeah, I don't I don't think they'll do the biker taker either, but it is it was kind of fun to think about for a second. Yeah, and I think that with Taker and this buildup, they could just, like,
1: do the whole lights turning off gimmick for a couple weeks, and then he just shows up at Mania. They don't even have to bring him to television, even though they probably should. They don't have to. It's definitely happening, though. I mean, it's definitely happening, and I, I am excited for it. I'm not going to lie. I am excited for that match. It's one they've had in their back pocket for a while, and I was kind of worried that we get screwed out of it. You know, we never got Taker and Jericho at Mania. We never got uh, Steve Austin at Hulk Hogan.
0: Right. So at least they gave us this. Um, Yeah, you know, I agree. I agree. Uh, So Orton, Orton, Bobby Roode, we mentioned that Jinder will probably be added. And, and, you know, after after Smackdown, it looks very much so. Why does Orton all of a sudden care about the U.S. title, bro? Because he's a he's a he's a Grand Slam champion or whatever they keep calling him. I mean, I saw the promo, but that's weird. All right. Well, I mean, he's got to care in order for him to—he's got to he's gotta pretend to care to to go for the title, right? Like, I he's guess pl- you know, he's—you can tell he doesn't really care, but he's got to try and care. They're um, having such a hard time figuring out something for him to do. Yeah, no, totally. You can tell the—I uh, thought the uh, the RKO on on Ginder was pretty sweet tonight. So Ginder beats Bobby Roode. I still don't like Ginder's finish—that Cobra Clutch Slam or whatever, whatever they call it. Um, it, I thought it made Bobby Bobby Roode look a little bit like a geek to just lose like that in the middle of the ring. And then Orton hits the uh, hits the RKO on him. Rude leaves uh, Fastlane uh, as he DDTs both guys, and now he's the one taking the pin in the middle of the ring. I, I don't know. It was kind of, I thought it was kind of goofy. Um, but what did you think of Bobby Roode and Randy Orton from Fastlane? Because that was a pretty polarizing match for uh, wrestling fans. I thought it was fine. That was fine. I, I thought it was okay.
1: Uh started out kind of slow, got good near the end. It was just a whatever match. What's weird about this card is that this is one of those years where they're I feel like they're having a hard time putting together this card. Like I feel like this has been a challenge for them because they have so many top guys and so many up and coming guys that it's it's becoming a challenge. Like not just with the Randy Orton thing. I mean I really feel it here, but also Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, like It's almost like what's going on is that they've blown through so many feuds already during the year that they can't, like, do big, new, fresh programs. And I I just feel like Jinder, Randy Orton, and and Bobby Roode, like, I just – I don't care. I don't dislike Randy Orton or Bobby Roode. Jinder, I can take it or leave it, but I don't dislike them. I just don't care, you know. And I just feel like with this card, there's just, like, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens. Like, I know it's going to be good, but – I don't I'm not excited for it because I've seen it so many times like you know it's, I'm in a weird spot you know AJ Nakamura I know that's going to be good but the buildup hasn't really gotten me excited for it yet so it's just I'm excited for the show but I feel like I'm more excited because I know the workers versus I like the story and shouldn't the idea be that you're into the story and the work I mean isn't that the way it should be?
0: Agree. I, I agree with you, and it even goes it's down. Weird. It even goes down to Angle and Rousey and Triple H and Steph. Like, I think they've done a B minus job at doing that story, and but the crowd loves it, and so maybe maybe, maybe that's all they need to do. Um, but yeah, there's nothing really on this show yet where. I'm just, like, absolutely dying to see it, except for... Yeah, we need to have that big, like... We need to have that big
1: angle, like, that big... Like, remember the the Rock and Cena in the ring when they did the, you know, the, the, oh, you're reading off your hand, or or the Hogan, the Hogan-Andre contract sign? Like, we need, like, a big angle like that. Like, look at me
0: when I'm talking to you. (laughs) You know the thing that actually has me most intrigued? I already mentioned the Shane McMahon thing, because I think just that whole the way that they've done that angle with Shane and Daniel and and Owens and Sammy and that kind of weird, uh, the weird trust issues with all those guys. I think that's very intriguing. Not necessarily, doesn't necessarily mean I want to see a triple threat badly or anything, but I think that story is good. It's Brock and and Roman to me. I mean, I think they've created enough intrigue to where I'm like, you know what, I really want to see that match. And so I don't know if it's, you know, it was sort of like, I, I guess you could say Brock, by doing what he did uh, with with the picture with Dana White, kind of created a little bit of hysteria in the company. And you know, maybe it's going to work out to the benefit to where, yeah, you know, maybe we don't need to see Brock on TV up until you know the very end. But I think it's created a lot of intrigue around what's going to happen. And not that, not that it's intrigue based around oh, who's shooting and who's not shooting and what's real and what's you, you, not real. You know what
1: I'm worried about though. I do have a concern,
0: and you know what this is. Roman's
1: gonna spear him three times and pin him one, two, three, and that's the whole match. Or uh,
0: they, they could have done the Goldberg thing, but they didn't use the Goldberg thing.
1: They, but they could do that with Roman. They could literally open the match with Roman beating him with three spears and, and one, two, or four spears, and that's it. He wins. I'm not kidding. that like, they could do that. I, I hope they don't, because that's a stupid fucking move, and I'm tired of them doing that. But they could. Uh, and you know what? They might even tease it and then have Brock like F5 him and then we have the real match start.
0: But Yeah, I think I, I think that would be a good – I think that's a, actually a good idea to do that.
1: Yeah. Well, they're – this – what I'm hoping for, what I'm hoping for is that they do the same match they did at, at 31 because the thing about that – I love that match, that 31 match. I love that match so much because the story of that match was that Lesnar was owning this guy and then once, brought, once Roman put him into the post and he was bleeding – that's when Roman started getting the shot. You know, it was very, very much like the uh, the Clubber Lang fight. Very similar. And I love that. I love this so very much. And I want to see something like that again, but they can't do the same story again. So I want a little bit more gimmicks in this one. I want – I actually want a few weapons here. Not a garbage match, but I wouldn't mind if they brought in like a chair or something, did something a little bit different. Because it, it needs to – if this is going to be Roman's, you know, eighth coronation, it really needs to be one that matters um, I still think Heyman turning and doing the cliffhanger ending makes more sense, but that's just me. I've, I've said that for years and they don't listen.
0: <laughs> no, I, li- I like the idea. I mean, they could make it a no DQ at the last minute, and just just so they can do what exactly what you said, a little bit more smoke and mirrors, I think, would be good, because both, right. both guys are just so, uh, you know, Brock's obviously the most believable guy uh, in, in the business, but you know, Roman's a really tough guy too and 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 you you can imagine that he probably can can do okay for himself, but uh but uh, yeah, I, I agree with you in that. Um they got to figure out what story they're going to tell, and that's their job, not my job. So, okay, let's just get through the the rest of this card. Um so far, like we said, there there's still some stuff that's not announced. Uh, we talked about Charlotte and Asuka. we could, we'll talk about that more as it comes. Right now it's it's just sort of, I I think they had a cool moment on Fast Lane tonight on SmackDown eh, it was all right that I, I think uh, they need to do a little bit more action and, and less uh, less promo work um, and then we talked a little bit about Strowman versus Cesaro and Sheamus you, you know what you know who I think is going to be the uh, the tag team partner for Strowman nobody I think it's gonna be a handicap match I, I think it's gonna be uh Kurt Hawkins See, I was hoping for something like that. Honestly, I'm, I'm, <laughs> wouldn't, that, wouldn't that be funny? I don't know if it they, would be good. I think I would get a I would get a kick out of it, though. No, they
1: need to like repackage one of the small guys as like Braun's little brother. See, they could do the Enzo and Cass thing, but like a hundred thousand times better. Where you have you create the little brother for Braun Strowman, right? You, you're right. You repackage like Michael McGillicuddy or one of these goofballs or whoever. I don't care. Michael McGillicuddy's
0: in, uh, in uh, he's
1: he's he's with the Miz I don't care. Just one of these NXT guys, right? You repackage him as Braun Strowman's little brother, like Billy Strowman or some shit. Then you have a character that uh, Braun can pick up and you do spots with, like throw him on people. And then you also have a character where the heels can kidnap him or beat him up and then give Ro- Strowman motivation to beat them up. So I think giving him like a, like a little brother in, in, in WWE would be awesome for at least for a little while.
0: If, if Eric Young wasn't already attached to sanity, he'd be a good guy. He doesn't look like Strowman, though. They'd have to get, I mean, like... Uh, no, nobody looks like Strowman.
1: They can get Grizzly... What's his name? Grizzly Smith? or oh, Not Grizzly Smith.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: not him. What's the, the, the ROH guy's name, bro? Grizzly... Do you know who I'm talking about? Grizzly uh, Redwood. Grizzly Redwood. Oh, they yeah, can get yeah, him. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> Grizzly Redwood looks like freaking Braun
0: Strowman, kind of, but he's small. Really small. Like, tiny. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 think, I think they have guys on the roster, like... This, they just do nothing good with them that they can, that that, uh, that that they can use for the match. But who knows? Maybe they do want Braun to, you know, they want to keep Braun over by killing the whole tag team division. I was I don't just going to
1: say, do you think this buries the tag teams? Oh, absolutely. If he wins by himself, oh I, my I, God. I,
0: yeah,
1: he might, He probably will because, okay, he beat up five dudes in the chamber. He can beat
0: up two. Yeah. Sorry. Absolutely. Um uh-huh. so the uh, the Cruiserweight title I haven't been watching 205 live I'm going to start picking that up just to just cuz they're, they're, I think they're in the final 4 with uh with who's going to uh, be in that tournament um pre show Yeah it'll it'll probably be on the pre show or it or it could open the wait did um didn't Austin Aries and Neville open the actual card last year?
1: They opened the pre show.
0: <laughs> Yeah.
1: aj and shane opened the yeah that's
0: part. right because i remember watching that and like there was nobody in the crowd yet <laughs> yeah because they came out
1: and i don't know if you ever been you have been to an outdoor show that's right i think you went 31 but that ring is really hot bro so when you get thrown on it it burns just making sure everybody knows that
0: um yeah and so then uh we've already talked about the other one so uh, the fabulous moolah battle royal the, the so we're doing two battle moolah, royals a year now the moolah battle royal just like uh just like John LaRocca said, he called it. the. the they haven't announced love. the Andre one though. No, they haven't, but I'm I'm, I'm sure it's going to be on the show, because they have so the, many guys. What about how Big Dave buried Fabulous Moolah the other night, bro? And then he
1: buried everybody. He was like, "Oh, the Mae Young would ma- would, would would hook up with married men, and <laughs> yeah, pop yeah. them." And then, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, "Whoa, is this like?" I mean, you would know better than me, but for for some mysterious reason, but is this like
0: Dave when he doesn't get enough sleep, he carries people? You know how he does that? I just think he gets offended when they lie through their teeth. Well, not even lie. It's not even lying, well, she, right? She
1: does get praised a lot, dude. She gets praised and
0: Dave hates it when she gets praised. No, no, no. It's not lying. I think if they sort of said the correct... They pedestal uh,
1: her. That's what you're talking about. They pedestal she, her as
0: being greater than she actually was, but right? But it's, it's they pedestal everything, right? It's... The ultimate warrior.
1: warrior, right? Bobby Heaney should die of cancer.
0: Wait, what, what else? What did he say about uh, your favorite one about, uh, about queer? Uh, what did he say? Queering doesn't make the world work. And then afterward,
1: this woman was like screaming. He's like, don't have an orgasm on me, honey. No, no, no. The line that, that offended me is when he, when he called Darren Drozdav a cripple. And then last year's Warrior Award was given to that one gentleman who's in a wheelchair. And it's yeah. like, come Bro, like, you don't even know who the hell this guy is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know we – listen, we all make mistakes. We all say stupid shit. I'm not going to
0: blame the ultimate warrior for stuff he said in the past, but come on now. But but this is your award that you're actually – uh, you know, it, it's also like your your sort of PR award where you try to get coverage it's better on, him than y y you know, you, you, But but you know how they are with this stuff. Stephanie's touting out you know all this stuff about about the Warrior Award and what all the good that they do. And I'm sure they do do a lot of good, but do do uh, they 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 just had they just have it named after the wrong person. Um and yeah, so the the, the fans from, so there's also something that came out today. Where uh, some of Mula's former students were, uh, I guess at least one, and then there was some old excerpts of other information written about Mula. Where you well, know, her old dudes must be in their fifties by now, right? I mean, well, 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 they were talking about how Mula would set up. Basically, Mula would pimp them out to dudes, like like she was yeah. a pimp. And so they were saying how you know she's, she's not she she doesn't really deserve any of the praise. She was a really evil person. What a well, you know, th- th- they had to know. That in today's day and age, I mean, you know, look at someone uh, like like Bill Cosby, America's favorite dad. All this stuff gets unearthed about him in, in today in today because information is out there forever. So they have to know that there's bad stuff about Mula that it's going to be brought up. They they this is a calculated effort on their part to put her name on this battle royal.
1: It is. It's It's like it's almost like I feel like if they didn't do the Mae Young classic, they would have put her name on there, but they realized that they already had Mae Young. Right. So they did. Why did not you do like the Trish Stratus Memorial Trophy? She's not dead. But I mean, you know, they could do that. I mean, there's so many the Mildred Burke, I guess. I mean, you know what it is, bro?
0: Like, I'm surprised what? they didn't name it after Stephanie.
1: Me, too, at this rate. But
0: Moolah, like wasn't the thing about Moolah, dude, is she's one of
1: those women that's like Gorilla Monsoon and like Toots Mon, you know, she's she's one of Vince Senior's like really close, like mafia level stooges. Absolutely. So. Yeah, so people like her and Gorilla Monsoon, and I love Gorilla Monsoon, but outside the New York Territory, he didn't do shit. You know, and uh, uh, other people, you know, um, Arnold Scullin. Arnie Scullin was a big deal in New York, but nowhere else. Like, they get this weird sort of uh, – uh, um, you know, love from Vince Jr. And I think it's because and i gonna be real with you. i gonna be very real with you. I think it's not just because Vince cares about his dad. I think it's because Vince grew up around these people, because remember that Slammy Award in 96 when they gave Arnie Scullin the Lifetime Achievement Award and Vince Jr. is like crying there. Like, I feel like in back in the day, right, I feel like Vince Jr., like grew up around these people like gorilla moolah and like they're kind of his babysitters you know what i mean so mm-hmm. does that make sense like mm-hmm. like he has a connection to them like i really think that's what
0: happened well you you also know captain the, lou you also know the term grandfathered in like it's it's kind of what it is here right like they did their literally they, in this case yeah they, i mean they they did all of their um they, they you know they paid all their dues to get in good favor and back when they did all these bad things, you know that was just the business. And now, you know the business is is a little bit more mainstream, and they sort of have to live through this really sordid past that the business has. Um, but you know that I guess you you could probably look at a lot of businesses and know and you know look at you know people know where the skeletons are are, are buried. Um, but in in all in, I know, bro, in wrestling, one, it's just different. I- I want Dave to not sleep anymore and,
1: and cut more promos on people like he like, uh Dave, without getting a lot of rest, is the best Dave because he'll let stuff slip. He ain't supposed to let slip, and that's my favorite Dave. I
0: don't know. I think he really feels that way, though, about this situation. And, you no, know, look, he does. His nickname for it
1: was the Flabulous Moolah. I mean, that was like
0: 30 years ago. Come on.
1: I know, but that's still you, – you, <laughs> you remember, the anabolic warrior. If he likes you, he won't give you a nickname. <laughs> you
0: know? So, um, yeah um so uh i think we're we, forgetting we, the one match bro that i'm well, about to bury yeah hard. yeah we, we talked about everything except for and this is hasn't been announced yet but we knew it's coming it's something that uh that you had uh week i guess the day after royal rumble um
1: i think it was before royal rumble maybe. remember i said that nia Jax might win the rumble and then they
0: flipped it to oscar yeah so yeah it was before the rumble but yeah so uh we have oh. alexa, alexa bliss And Mickey James are all of a sudden besties. This is like. um, They never. Okay, they never. I'll just say, let let me get it out. They never
1: explained why Mickey James and Alexa are friends. Ever. And please don't sit here and tell me you have to watch Superstars or WWE Facebook. I ain't got time to watch the bullshit. Sorry, Disney. I'm not buying the Supreme Leader notebook. You killed them off in the movie. I don't give a shit about him anymore. I'm not going to read or watch the WWE D show on WWE.com to figure out when they became friends. I don't have time. So that's already stupid. Why is Mickey James making fun of Nia Jax's weight when 10 years ago... There was a storyline where Michelle McCool made fun of Mickey James's weight for being fat, called her Piggy James when she wasn't fat, and the company caught shit for it. Why are they getting the girl who was called fat to now call another girl fat? I I was
0: mind-boggled by this. They don't have creative writers who can write stuff for women. Okay, fair enough. But couldn't Mickey have
1: said, hey, we did this angle before. I was on the other side of it, and we got a lot of shit for it. I'm pretty sure that one, it either won or it was nominated for most successful promotional tactic, right? Uh, it had that, to have been. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it won. I, I could have sworn that that won. Piggy James is the winner. So, first of all, Mickey's not heavy, and obviously Nia Jax is, but that's okay because you want to have different sized women on the roster. That's fine. But Jesus Christ, could they have picked, like, any other girl to have made fun of Naya other than Michelle oh, – I'm sorry, other than Mickey James, dude? Like, fuck. And I'm like – it's almost like when they did the Eddie Guerrero is dead storyline and, like, I'm not mad at Randy Orton for doing his job, but I'm a little mad for him not saying, fuck you. Like, that's something you don't do. Like, you just
0: tell him, no, I'm not doing that, you know? I don't know. The, here, how about this part? Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax are real life best friends.
1: Not just that, but also, Alexa dug into her. Like, it was so unnecessary. This is more that WWE bullying shit. Like, it was so unnecessary for her to have dug into her that much. Like, you know, talking about how she was, you know, um,. She was a, uh, uh, you know, outcast as a kid for being different and all that stuff. And they called her like, why did they have to call her Shrek, bro? Like, I'm sorry. (laughs) Listen, I'm not a guy. I agree. I agree. Dude, I am not a guy who I don't have. You know this better than anybody. I have a history of being a dick to a lot of people. But I have this weird thing where I just won't call a woman fat unless I'm really, really mad at her. But it's still one of those things where I don't – I think calling like a woman who actually is – not just that, but remember she was on Instagram like three months ago talking about how she gets fat shamed. And I don't mean Nia Jax the character. I mean the person. And they're turning it into an angle. And I know some people are saying, well, they turned Jerry Lawler's mom dying and the heart attack into an angle. Like just stop. Like it's so like – why they have to go so far as to call her Shrek, dude? I just thought it was just stupid, cheap heat. And what's gonna really piss me off is, obviously, when Nia Jax beats her at WrestleMania, they're gonna say, "Well, she won anyways." But, I, but what's going to happen if they Triple H harassed like, but Booker T? You know, they're going to do all the racist black jokes on Booker T, and then Booker T loses at WrestleMania. By the way, not just loses, but gets pedigreed, and Triple H takes about two hours to pin him, and they finally pinned him. So what if they do that? What if Nia Jax loses to Alexa Bliss at WrestleMania, which could happen?
0: I don't know. I don't know what – you know, I, I guess in, the, in their own weird view of society – the the woman who's getting shamed is going to come out on top in the end and the 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 bully is going to get theirs but the bully is like five foot one and a half and about 97 right. pounds. So. And you know she's scared of her too. Like she's – so is she scared
1: of her? And, and I also hate when they do the stupid shit like you know the cameras on but they talk shit. Like, dude, I hate that. It's just so – such antiquated TNA level. This is like the beautiful people, like the worst of the beautiful people. This is like Vince Russo, I hate women shit from like 2008 TNA. Let me give you a stat right now. Now, on Twitter – I don't tweet that much about wrestling. I'm known more so as a Dragon Ball guy. So my Dragon Ball tweets get a lot of likes and retweets. This tweet right here about WWE doing a storyline where Mickie James makes fun of Nia Jax for being fat and then 10 years ago they did the Michelle McCool thing got 81 retweets and 517 likes. Now, I'm not bragging about that. I'm making a point. Of every single wrestling tweet I've ever had on my Twitter, that one got the most likes and the most retweets. That should tell
0: you that people – agree with us as to how stupid this was like you i think you said it i think it's cheap heat and they just they have 13 matches and 13 feuds to build and they just went the easy way out to them it's just like or to any you know to to, to a writer it's like okay we have all the stuff what's the easiest way that we can get heat and we can build some sort of rivalry let's make oh, fun of their physical appearance right like even, that's the way even to do though- it
1: and here's here's where it gets really stupid and hypocritical. Isn't the whole thing about Nia Jax that she's beautiful? And isn't the whole thing that because she's a big girl, she has advantages the smaller girls don't have? She's like Vader where if she hits you, it hurts more. If she splashes you, it can kill you. It can knock you out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, And then somebody on Twitter, I wanted to real quick uh, – somebody on Twitter said – the storyline's about being used by friends who are not your friends, not about that. Yeah, that's correct. It is a storyline about being used by, you know, fake friends. That is true. He's right about that. But did they have to go so far as to, like, Like they kept going. It wasn't even like, oh, you know, she got made fun of. No, it
0: kept going. You know, it, was, uh, it sucked. Well, what, what about her turning into Braun Strowman at the end there?
1: But it was stupid because she didn't even do anything. She threw around freaking luggage. She threw around luggage and clothes. If she would have really turned to Braun Strowman, she would have freaking picked up, like, the fucking, like, I don't know, the the makeup stand and flipped it upside down or something. She could have, like, you know, chased after Alexa and then lifted up the car. See, that would have been awesome. If they would have ended it with Nia Jax flipping over a car like Braun Strowman, I would have been all right with it.
0: But... They didn't. <laughs> but here, here's the weird thing. Okay, I, I'm gonna relate. I'm gonna relate this to uh, a, another TV show that I watch and you don't watch. It's MTV's The Challenge, and so the challenge is basically take all the real world alumni. And, you know, the Miz. The Miz used to be like one of the best at the challenge in the early in the early versions. Take all yeah. the the real world alumni, put them in a house together, and they all. They all go through challenges, and they sort of vote each other off, and you know and whoever loses gets kicked out of the house, and then you get down to winners so that that's the idea
1: well, you, I just want to say one real, real quick thing about that one thing I, I like those shows, but one thing that pissed me off about those shows is when they had the little booth where they were, where they would talk like into the camera, and they would talk shit about a housemate. It's like, dog, this is probably going to be on cable television, right? Like, like you don't want to talk shit about someone and have them come back and say, oh, you said this. I never understood that that's, either. That's called this.
0: being producered. That, that, that's the producer. I've setting
1: heard that. I, I've heard that. Yeah. I'm just saying I, if it were me, I would just not say shit and I probably wouldn't even be on the show because they yeah, wouldn't but, want that.
0: Yeah. Then, they, then you don't get invited back. Yeah. They um, want drama. So. Um, so, so, so basically there was a story in which one woman was dating uh, a guy in the house and then the um the, the the story got out that she had actually made out with another guy in the house uh before she got with this one guy and so that that was sort of the whole thing and so what happened is, is there was like three mean girls and the mean girls were picking on this girl for for making out with with the other guy and so they got into like a real a real war um and what did the what did the three mean girls do they didn't they didn't explode like Braun, like Braun Strowman because they were so upset. Instead, they thought of a uh, a way to piss this woman off even more than she was already pissed off. So they grabbed her bed and her luggage and they like chucked it out of their room and downstairs and and all the clothes went crazy. That is what someone who is bullying, you know, or being bullied would do, not like become braun strowman like that like well, that's a natural reaction to that kind of instance i think a better way
1: to do this if you really want to be do it better is you do the vignette with her talking shit about naya right and you you do the vignette and then like you have the camera kind of sneak up on her talking shit and then have her turn around saying you know don't sneak up on me blah, blah blah and then the next week on raw during the oscar versus um Uh, uh, Alexa match. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Alexa match. You have Mickey James running for the DQ two on one. Then Nia comes in. Then they tease a triple team. Then Nia turns on freaking Alexa and then says, I saw what you said about me last week, because unlike other dumbasses, I actually watched the tape back. Right. And I saw what you said about me. Then that would have made more sense than doing this. This was just because then that then that is like, okay, Alexa opened her mouth too much, you know, but here it was just like Oh, and they're probably gonna have Nia kill Mickey James before WrestleMania too, to make sure she has no friends, I presume.
0: Well, I, th- I think the story of the match in WrestleMania is uh, Nia squashing Alexa. I, I think that's how it has to end. That's the th- that's what I that's what I said the other night, bro. When it aired,
1: I said Nia has to kill this woman now, right? But I don't think they're gonna do that because Alexa's too good of a heel, unless they're gonna turn her baby, which they 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 they, they, they teased it because she's over. But after the shit she said, bro. No, like, it can't happen. But, yeah, um, I, I agree with you, but they won't do it because she's too – like, they like her too much, bro. Like, Alexa's
0: really, like, pretty – she's pretty over, bro. No, so, I, th- I think they see her as uh, the female Miz. I think she – I think in their eyes she Ouch. she is sort of immune to those kind of things happening to her because she'll just be able to get her heat back again. I hope you're right. I ho-
1: You know what? She is really, really uh... – she is really, really, um, good on the mic. Yeah. I think she's, I think she might be a little bit better in the Miz though in the ring, but maybe, yeah, maybe, so. maybe I'm being crazy. I don't know.
0: No, I think so. I mean, she's still green, but she's not as fake as the Miz. Like he's, he's the fakest guy in the whole company. So, um, all right. We went for over an hour, I think, um, talking about all this stuff. Uh, that was a good, good, good stuff. Good conversation. Um, and I can tell you're getting a little bored cause uh, you're typing in the background. No, I'm talking to LaRocca, bro. I know, LaRocca.
1: I know. LaRocca's over here talking about. I saw, I saw Last Jedi again, and I'm like, is this still trash? And he's like, no, it's great. And I'm like, yeah, being bad, I agree. <laughs> no, I'm talking to, I'm talking to one of your boys, I know, bro. Yeah, I
0: know, I know. I'm I'm just, not, I am I'm not bored. Saying. I'm having a
1: good time. I am having a good time bearing WWE right now.
0: We're gonna, we're gonna have, uh, we're gonna have a, a, a good time, but. We're gonna have what two or three more good times before uh, before the big the big weekend. Wait, what is it now? Where how far are we out? How many more Uh, Raws until WrestleMania? Three three, more. Three
1: more Raws. Three more Raws. I think. So we'll
0: we'll have three more shows to talk about the craziness that is WrestleMania. Nine hours. Nine hours of Raw and three uh, and uh, six hours of SmackDown. Thankfully, no more pay-per-views. But uh, but yeah. So uh, so we'll be back next week chit-chatting about all of this craziness and and hopefully uh there will be a little bit more uh going on with cena and undertaker we'll see if brock shows up we'll see what's going on with ronda and uh yeah and and then uh, we'll be another week closer to the big show anything you want to plug before we get out of here no i mean this is going to be on world
1: of geekdom so there's that and It'll be on your site. So there's that. There's not really much to plug. I mean, I, I if you're talking about like upcoming videos, I, I did a video about what Phase 4 Marvel movies we want to see. That was kind of cool. And uh, I'm probably going to do a video covering the behind the scenes turmoil of Star Wars, which you and I have talked about off air. But I don't know if you've been reading up on any of that stuff. I don't think you have um but it's getting kind of crazy now it really is becoming WWE so i might i might
0: cover that in the next couple of days on world of geekdom just to tease out the marvel thing a little more what's what 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 do you think is on the docket well we know for certain that
1: Spider Man 2 is going to, or Spider Man Homecoming 2 is going to be the first Phase 4 movie. That's what Kevin Feige said. I think he yeah, pretty Pretty sure he said that, or one of the first ones. But we know there's 10 movies announced, but we don't know what they are. Their purpose to keep it a secret, probably because they want to keep what happens in Avengers 3 and 4 a secret. Uh, the video I did is more so like movies we want to see versus ones we think we're going to see. But I can pretty much tell you that if they do get the rights, if Disney does buy Fox. You know, bringing in the X-Men and the Fantastic Four and what's going to be pretty much the MCU version of the invasion angle if they do it, except not shit, I hope, <laughs> um, could be a big deal. Like that could be a huge, huge deal, you know, bringing back Hugh Jackman and those guys for if they, uh, cause they have to bring them back. They, they can't not use them. Right. Uh, I think it's a pre- if they do that. But there. But again, like I told you, Kevin Feige is keeping things a big, big secret. Um One thing I will tell you, though, is that Avengers coming out in April is one half of a two-part story. The second part comes out next year. Ant-Man and the Wasp that comes out in July takes place before this movie – and then I believe Captain Marvel comes out in November, I think, and that actually takes place in the 90s. It's a period piece in the 90s, which is weird because we grew up in the 90s, but hey, whatever. Anyways, um, so basically, Avengers is going to probably end in a cliffhanger, and then part two will be next year. They're going to do a Star Wars thing, which I'm okay with. I'm fine with it. Harry Potter did it. Twilight did it. Um, what else did it? What was that fucking uh, the, the, the Hunger, Hunger Games? Hunger Games. Yeah, and, and
0: MCU will be better than all of them, I think, so um especially twilight i just want to know if uh how how, how much screen time does big dave batista get in this upcoming avengers i don't know but i might chase him down the road like i did a couple of weeks ago and ask him <laughs> what you, you you were a little flustered in that video you you, I, you were you were nervous speaking to big dave i was a little nervous Um uh, i saw him again actually a
1: couple of days later um uh, couple 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 actually saturday last friday i saw him again um but yeah i was i fucked up when i said guardians 2 versus avengers 3 and i got clown for it on the internet which i knew i would like i i put it out there to kind of laugh at myself and my my own friends were coming kind, of, kind of memeing me and doing the curb your enthusiasm theme song and things like that it's fine i didn't get mad at it like i knew i was gonna get made fun of but uh it was still cool like it was still um it, yeah, I guess I did fuck up, but it's whatever. Like, what can you do? The guy lives, like, right next to me, dude. It's
0: it's called uh, not being clutch. That's what it's called.
1: I am clutch, just not at that moment, bro. I'm, I'm dumb, bro. Uh, it's dumb. It's dumb.
0: I don't mark out over celebrities. Just so for, for those who don't know what we're talking about. But
1: also, just so you know, I did feel like a little bit of a douchebag because I had my phone there with the camera aimed right at his face, like – I don't like that. I don't want to be that kind of guy.
0: Yeah, I, but I was. That's exa- I was That's that exactly point. what happened. You 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 were driving. You spotted his car. You you allowed him to catch up to you and when he No, I caught up oh, to him. Oh, you caught up to him and when yeah. and his his window was down. And yeah. so when I it was him. And so then you had your photo or your camera taking the taking the video and then when you finally saw him you you finally saw face to face with Big Dave Batista in your car. What did you actually say to him? Well, no. Here's the thing. First of all, I've seen Big Dave Batista before. I, that's the
1: first time I've seen him. Yeah, I talked you've to him at me- you,
0: Oh, you, but you've, uh, Oh, that was. You did talk to him at
1: FCW days. Like a hundred, yeah. uh, ten years ago. Um, and he was. And the reason why I knew it was him is because you know I pull up to the red light. This is such what a weird coincidence. So I'm at the red light at the front, and he's on the right side, about to turn right. And I saw, and dude, it's like he was dressed like Batista from 2010 heel run, like douche Batista, where he had the little hat. No, he didn't have that. He had the the jacket, but with the big arms and the ta- and the sunglasses. Like it was it was it was Batista, bro. And I saw that jeep because I've seen that jeep before because I'm pretty sure in one of the WWE documentaries he showed off that jeep. I knew it was the same thing. So yeah, I, I asked him. I said, I can't wait to see you in Guardians two, and then he goes, You didn't see it yet? And then I realized I said Guardians two, not Avengers three. So yeah.
0: Yeah, Uh, this is this is your thing, though, man. It's like if uh, it's like if I saw Steph Curry in the uh, you know, I saw him out and about and I was like, oh, congratulations on winning the 2012 championship or something when it was really like 15. It's an honest mistake. It doesn't make you less of a fan. Yeah, but I thought about it. Right? A, no, not not a fan. That's but it's sort of a fanboy moment, right? You're supposed to be this, you know, this very, uh, the, this this journalist of of YouTube. Well, he'll be coming over to have cookies and shit soon, bro. I mean, he he lives
1: right next to me. So I mean, like I said, he lives right down the road.
0: All right. Well, you you got to make you got to make it up. You got to you got to film the next time you hang out and be cool and gives you he gives you like a bro hug or something, and then that means you'll you'll have made up for your mistake. I'll go to one of
1: his big three AM parties he has now, bro. With freaking Robert Downey Jr. Who Wait, the fuck,
0: is 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 Big Dave single?
1: Listen, bro. This is a man who <laughs> she cheated on. This is a man who cheated on his wife when she had cancer,
0: bro. Oh god. I don't think. I don't think that matters. <laughs> I don't think that matters to Dave Bautista, dude. You he, know? he better not. He, he he better not hear any of this. He's not. He's not gonna. He's not gonna say hi to. Hey, you, hi,
1: hey. it was on his DVD, not mine, bro. I would not have known that if he didn't talk about it on his Blu-ray or
0: DVD or whatever. Man,
1: I mean that's Jeez. him. But uh, whatever, man. All I know is that he cucked John Morrison, and that's why I respect him. <laughs> he made the world know that John Morrison's a cuck, and that's why I like him. I think we will end on that note. And, and I, by the way, supposedly he does have a live development in Avengers. That's what I hear.
0: Okay. That's we'll good. Cause, cause he, yeah. he, he's, he's my favorite character in their universe. He's, awesome. he's hilarious. Um, all right, we'll end there. Uh, and, uh, we'll be back next week. Like I said, so this is, this will be up, uh, or this is up on world of geek demand fight game podcast. This is a little bit of a collaboration between the two of us. So hopefully you've been enjoying it. So we'll see you next week. Uh, and after uh, we only had three weeks left, so three more shows from uh, from Big D and myself. Uh, we will see you when we see you. Peace out.